You know what I hate? Boxes. That's something I have run from my entire life, because y'all, none of us are meant to live within a box. I am a woman of many facets, loving things from business to relationships to health and wholeness and faith, and that's what you're going to get here. Uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me on the Rebecca Danny Show. I like to say I am a black and bougie believer giving you some real honest talk on life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Rebecca Danny Show. You guys, I'm really excited for you to be here today and specifically for the month of October. So I posted on my social media, I think it was about a week ago or something like that, um, talking about how I'm going to be focusing on the subject of mindset for this month. Um, I am officially finishing out my coaching certification. Y'all being a three, I just like to finish things and, you know, just have the piece of paper behind it. I don't know why it's just the thing, but I will officially be a certified life and success coach, uh, with the ICF. And that has just kind of always been a goal of mine that I would like to officially have that certification. And I'll be a licensed practitioner with a couple different things. Specifically, the first one that I'm going to be talking about is uh, NLP, which is Neuro Linguistics Programming. Uh, basically, what that means <laughs> is the study of the mind. Um, I have said it many, many times before, but I love the mind. I love how it works. I love being able to unpack and dissect how people think and how they function and just kind of how the world works based upon like each of our individual uh, programming and our upbringing and all of that stuff. So that's what I'm doing. One of my first uh, trainings that I'm doing is with the NLP, specifically breaking that down and getting my practitioner's license with that. So as I'm doing that, I was like, you know, I think it would be fun to bring people along the journey of, you know, I've been really unpacking mindset for a couple of years now, but with this program, it's been really like a deep dive, which I love. I love deep dives, y'all. <laughs> so I was like, it would be fun to actually be, bring people on this process, start to unpack a little bit about what I'm learning. Um, and then at the end of this year, stepping into 2021, I will be transitioning from just being a business coach to specifically being a mindset and success coach. So helping people with transforming their internal world into transforming their external world. And once we get that internal world all lined up and that subconscious just in a place where it's actually thinking from a positive lens then we actually get to build something on the outside and see it manifest. So going to bring you guys along on that journey. It's going to be fun. And this month I have a couple special treats for you guys. Um, for the four episodes that are going to happen this month, I have two guests that are coming on, which I will not spoil here, but you will find out. Um, where we'll be talking about abundance mindset, talking about how to break limiting beliefs, um, and talking, I mean, so many different things. We're going to unpack a lot, okay, over this next four episodes. But today, what we're talking about and what I want to just dive into a little bit is unpacking the power of 
specifically the subconscious and just kind of a little bit how it works, how it has a play in your everyday life and things you can begin to actually be more aware of to start to adjust the things that are already programmed within your subconscious. Okay, so first diving in, I want to identify that your subconscious and your conscious are not two separate minds. They're the same thing, but they're just two different sections of the mind, two different, I guess, I don't know, phases. (laughs) That's the best word I'm going to use right now. So I'm going to talk about the subconscious. I will talk about the conscious a little bit, but specifically going to focus on the subconscious. So your subconscious acts as a computer. It is the thing that has been programmed. So think of, you know, you know, most people nowadays got like MacBooks. So if you got a MacBook, raise your hand. Whoop, whoop, I'm on that Apple team. Um, so think of your MacBook and it has been programmed in a certain way, it has your basic functionings. And there are certain ways that the computer already knows how to operate. There's things that you can install. There's things that you can add on, but every single time you purchase a computer, there are basic programming systems that have already been added onto that computer. That is like your mind. So the way that you grew up specifically, however you were raised, there's different kinds of things for the moment you came out of the womb, even before you came out of the womb, there's specific things that are already programmed. But when you came out of the womb, there is almost these things that begin to affect your programming. And the thing is, is the moment that we in our subconscious accept something then that actually becomes a new official programming in how we actually function and walk out life. So from the time we were a child, there are different things, ideas, suggestions, things that are given over to us and we're invited into, whether it be trauma, whether it be, you know, good moments, you know, bad moments, whatever. They're all these things that are almost being offered on a platter and there's things that we actually choose, ooh, I'm going to accept that as true And our brain begins to, our subconscious begins to get programmed from those things that we choose to accept. So as a child, we're not thinking about this. We are just moving about in life. We're seeing things happening. We're seeing our parents act a certain way. We're seeing our siblings act a certain way. We're seeing how the world is functioning. And children are like sponges. They just absorb everything. So a lot of things even in the best efforts of the most amazing parents, there are still negative programmings that children accept because they're just soaking in everything and the filter system is just from face value. Whatever it is that they are able to perceive, oh, this means this, they're accepting it in and it actually is becoming a program and that's something that continually gets walked out for the rest of their lives until they actually disrupt that programming and actually start to look at, okay, what is actually happening within my mind? What am I actually believing to be true? All of that stuff. So your subconscious is where your habits are placed, the things that you do on a normal basis. That's why I I always go back to thinking of children because, you know, no one, no adult thinks about walking anymore. No adult thinks about, you know, breathing. I mean, unless if you're a healthy, vibrant, all of your limbs are working adult, you're not 
consciously thinking about those things. They're just happening subconsciously. And so the, this is the area where even habits are placed and where they rest. So anytime we create a habit, once it gets to the point to where we're no longer consciously thinking about it, it goes into the subconscious, it's logged in there, and that thing just starts going on repeat. And we don't have to think about it anymore. So if you ever want to change a habit, habit or you ever want to adopt a new habit, there's going to have to be a certain period of time. I think everyone has probably heard the, I think it's 21 days to accept a new habit, but there is a repetition that has to happen so that your actual, your subconscious mind can begin to accept that new habit, okay? So your conscious mind is the place where you choose. So that is more where you are deciding, you know, do I want to do this? Do I, you know, is this good? Is this bad? You know, all of those kinds of questions happen within the conscious mind. Your subconscious mind will never, ever, ever make a liar out of you. It is at face value, almost giving it to you as facts. Okay. So the things that you have accepted to be true, the things that are logged into your subconscious, they are just fact to you. They're not in your subconscious. You are not deciding whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it is positive, whether it is something that's going to change your life. You just have accepted. This is how the world works in this specific area. But in your conscious mind, that is where you judge what is happening within your subconscious and decide how you're going to act based upon that information. Okay. So going back to this idea that I said, your subconscious will never make a liar out of you. So your brain, pretty much what is accepted within your subconscious, it is accepted there because it wants to protect you. So as you're learning things, as you get older and being from a child to a teenager, to an adult, all of that stuff, Everything you're learning, your brain is taking in information and it's trying to find out, okay, how do I protect myself from this situation or how do I, and everything that you take in, again, it's not going to make a liar out of you. So if you have resulted that being in relationship with people is bad and you get hurt and you get abused and you get, you know, whatever the blank situation is then you will walk out for the rest of your life until that idea or that suggestion has been disrupted. You will walk out. I cannot actually have successful relationships with people. And so what you will begin to manifest, and I'm going to even break this down a little bit more, what you will begin to see as your outcome or as the result of that mindset is every single relationship not working out. Every single relationship being difficult or just being why does this feel so hard? Why do I keep having relationships with the same kind of people? This can be romantically, this can be in friendship, whatever it is. Why does it always seem that when I try to meet someone new, whether romantically or whatever, I'm experiencing the same kind of thing. And it's because there's actually a belief system there that is actually allowing the outcome to be proven correct because your subconscious will not be, will not make a liar out of you. So it will help you actually find the situations that prove to yourself that you are correct. For another example, if you have accepted and believed this truth that I'm not creative or I don't feel, you know, whatever, let's just go with I'm not creative. So then anytime something comes across you that seems from your filter and from your lens creative, 
then you will almost push that idea, not almost, you will push that idea away every single time so that you don't actually step into that situation or that career path or that whatever. You will almost sabotage whatever experience that is requiring you to be creative because you've already decided that I am not a creative person, so I will not succeed at that. So why would I even try? And this is something, again, this is happening subconsciously. So you're not necessarily fully walking out or thinking this out until you're made aware of Ooh, that is a thought that I've accepted. That is something that that's a suggestion that was given to me either when I was a child or whatever, whether it be by a teacher or something like that. And now I'm walking out and I'm realizing, oh, I don't do anything creative or I don't use that part of my brain or I don't whatever. And it's because there's something there that's actually telling you, you can't actually do that. So don't go down that path. Don't even accept any career choices down that path. Don't try any hobbies there. Even if you want to, you typically will not actually move towards doing it because again, you do not want to actually be proven wrong. You're like, I know I'm not creative, so why would I try that? So our subconscious is where our emotions lie. So it's where we have like feelings, all that stuff, which is also our soul um, or our heart. And, you know, whatever we feel or the emotions we feel. So I wish I was actually on a video so that I can show you guys a diagram of this, but think of a diagram that has your state on the left corner and in the middle is behavior. And then on the right corner is result. So your state is your emotions and how you feel and your behavior is like your actions, the things that you will move on. And then the result is the outcome. So let's go back to this, um, scenario of relationships. Maybe the state or how you feel about relationships are they're scary. They are, you get hurt you always experience pain in relationships and that, that's how you feel. So re relationships to you feel scary. They feel anxious. Um, all of that is happening. So that's happening in your subconscious. Okay. And then the behavior. So if that is your state, your behavior, how you walk that out, the actions that you take are when someone new comes into your life, the action is oh my gosh, I'm panicking. There can be multiple different kinds of manifestations of this action. But if you're anxious about relationships, the behavior can be, I'm either constantly questioning whether this person actually wants to be in my life. I'm constantly even making assumptions. I'm constantly saying things that's even giving over this idea that I don't know if you actually want to be in my life. I don't know if you actually want to get to know me. Well, you know, you don't have to be here. I just want to make sure you know, you know, and we're always setting up almost this guard so that we can protect ourselves, which is what the mind is made to do. It's protecting you. So we set up these guards and we put these things out that are like, Hey, I just want you to know, you don't have to do this. You don't have to, you know, be here. You don't have to do anything I want to do because that's all coming from this almost anxious energy. And then the result of it is that, you know, you're not actually having successful relationships, whether that person walks out of your life because they're like, you know, I actually just want to be here and be in relationship with you, but I constantly feel like I'm being pushed away or I constantly feel like you're questioning whether I even want to be here or not. And so I'm not going to be here. I'm going to walk away. And so you look at the state, the behavior and the results, and then you start to see the patterns of, oh, 
I've actually been experiencing this consistently in this area. And you can see how once you start to recognize this, once you start to become aware of these things, it becomes really easy to start to see and break the patterns that have been happening. This stuff doesn't have to be extremely difficult. It actually, once you recognize it and once you become aware of it, it becomes pretty easy. And I use that word loosely. <laughs> it becomes really easy to actually begin to break those patterns and step into a new outcome in that area of your life. So one of the ways that you can actually begin to recognize what's happening within your subconscious, this is a very easy way is to recognize what are the words that are coming out of my mouth. I'm sure many of you have heard your words are extremely powerful. They create the world around you. The thing is, is that the words that are coming out of your mouth are actually an overflow of what is logged into your subconscious, what is in your soul, what is in your heart. I think it's what, uh, I can't remember what scripture it is, but it's out of the mouth the heart speaks. It's out of the mouth that your heart which is connected to your soul, your heart is your soul. That is where, that is where that, those words are coming from. So being able to recognize what is actually coming out of my mouth, what am I constantly saying all the time that is actually creating my own limitations, that is actually creating my own world that is causing me to produce these specific outcomes and results. So our internal filters actually change the way we even process things. So the way that we even take in information. So there's five different ways that we take in information and it's basically all of your senses. So it's with your eyes, your ears, you know, what you touch, what you smell and what you taste. So that is how we take in information in the world and how we process it is depending upon the filters and the filters basically help you either delete, distort, or generalize that information. And the filters can be dependent upon where you're at, what your mood is, uh, the language, the memories, the decisions, beliefs, values, identity, all of that stuff, all of that is actually your filtration system. And that's how you're processing that information that you're taking in. But again, your subconscious is actually helping you with actually putting that filter on. That filter is coming from your subconscious. So if you have a let's just say personal belief system about yourself. If you have a positive outlook on yourself, when information comes in, the filter is, I actually love myself and I see myself as good. And it actually affirms what you already believe to be true about yourself. So for example, if someone comes up to you and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your hair. It's so pretty today. If you already believe that you are beautiful and you already believe that I love myself, I love the way I look, I feel confident, and those are the things that you believe to be true about yourself, when someone gives you that compliment and you take in that information, you will process it through a filter of self-love and you will accept it. But if you actually have a negative outlook about yourself and the things that you believe to be true are I don't think I'm beautiful. I don't think I am handsome. I, you know, doubt the way that I look. I don't know how I look in this shirt. Oh, I'm a little, I have a lack of self-confidence about, you know, my weight or whatever it is. If those are things that you believe to be true about yourself, when someone gives you a, com a compliment, we typically will 
combat it somehow. We will somehow push it away and reject it because there's no way we can accept that that thing is true if what we believe about ourselves is the opposite. So in that situation, we would say something like, oh, well, you know, I haven't, you know, it needs to get cut or I haven't washed it in a week or, you know, we have these different phrases that we'll say and that is our idea of rejecting that compliment because it goes against what we believe to be true about ourselves. So when it comes back to not just what your subconscious is helping you externalize and manifest and the outcomes and the results, but what we bring in and what we take in, if it is not in alignment with what you believe, you will reject it. And we will always process information that's in alignment with what we believe. So let's think of something that is outside of ourselves. So thinking more on a broad basis. So our view of the world, if we view the world as a place where bad things are always happening. The world is just crazy. There's always bad things happening. People are always doing bad things. And that's the way that we see the world. Then we will actually be attracted to watching negative news all the time. Everything that we take in and the things that we filter will always be the negative situations that are happening in the world because it wants to prove that you are right. It wants to prove and you're going to be attracted to the things that actually solidify that you are correct. So if that's the view that you have of the world, you're going to always find yourself looking at reading or hearing stories of bad things happening, negative things happening. And and it's going to continue to affirm that belief system of see, things are always happening bad. People are evil. This world is crazy. So the only way to actually change this and flip this is to first become aware. That is like the number one step of actually changing this thing, changing the belief systems and the things that you've accepted to be true is becoming aware. And if this is something that you're just starting out on, the first thing that you can start to become aware of is your words. What is coming out of my mouth? What am I saying that is actually creating my own limiting world around me? It's actually putting me in a box and it's creating this filter to where I can't see anything good, not a lot of positive things about specific areas in my life are coming through. So I'll give you guys even like a personal example for me, you know, one of the things that I have had to overcome as a subconscious belief was the idea of failure. I had accepted so long ago that I not only was going to fail at things, but that I was inherently a failure. And so when I would try things, it was like, I automatically knew like, I don't know if this is actually going to work out. So I would still try it, but in some way in my efforts, I would sabotage it a little bit. So I actually had experienced this so many times in the building of my business where I would, you know, let's just say I was going to launch something new or a new product, or I was going to try and advertise or market or something like that. And I would come up with this whole idea. I would be really excited about it. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is going to be great. I'm going to you know, market this, I'm going to tell people about it. And then when it came time to do it, I would actually, so thinking of the state, so let's go back to remember the diagram that I said, your state and then your behavior and then your results. So thinking of the state, how I felt was I am a failure. I'm going to fail at the things that I do. 
And so the behavior was, I would still try to go after the things that I wanted, but then the action was I would procrastinate. And so I would wait to the last minute to do it, to do the thing that I know I wanted to do. And so the results for so many years was things not working out how I wanted them to work out. And I would be like, and it would always prove to me, see, you're not good at this, Becca. You're not, you're, you're not going to succeed at this. This is not for you. You got to do something else. And I started to recognize why am I experiencing the same thing in these areas where I procrastinate and I wait to the last minute and I started recognizing, oh, this is an, an area of self-sabotage. Like self-sabotage is simply just a symptom of something deeper. It is a symptom of a specific belief system. And so the only reason why we're doing self-sabotage, why we're procrastinating, why we are being lazy or, you know, whatever specific symptom you want to talk about, it's because something is motivating that thing. Something's motivating that behavior. And so for me, it was the being afraid of failing. And so procrastination became a thing. And then if it wasn't procrastination, it was the laziness thing. Well, I'm just not going to try because what's the point of trying if it's not going to work out and if I'm going to fail. So I had to start going after that of shifting it and adjusting that belief system. So I want to go back over a couple things, highlight a couple things and give you guys some takeaways. So First, I want to remind you that your subconscious is like a computer. It has been programmed. So one of the things I'm going to be doing in, I think, three weeks. Got to remember what what week this episode is dropping. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be doing a episode on how to break limiting beliefs, how to actually shift them, how to... So this whole process that I'm talking about today, how to adjust it how to reverse it, and how to reprogram your mind. So your subconscious acts as a computer that has already been programmed. And that is a good thing because it can be reprogrammed. That is the beautiful thing about the mind. It can be reprogrammed. We create our own limits. So being aware, what are the things that are coming out of your mouth? What are the things that you're speaking out over yourself because those things are creating specific words when we hear suggestions or when we consider I don't think I talked that much about this specific area but consideration and suggestions are the way that we accept things within our subconscious you do not have to accept any idea or suggestion that comes to you if the thing that has been suggested to you or comes to you for you to consider is actually based in fear. Oh, you shouldn't go after that thing. It's not going to work out. You shouldn't actually quit your job because you won't be provided for. You shouldn't. And those are the things, those are the suggestions. You do not have to accept those things. You have the power to say no to whatever thing is being suggested or considered. Know that once you do consider it and once you do accept it, your subconscious mind will actually begin to execute it. It will go into robot mode and begin to walk it out where you will filter that thing in. And that's the thing that you will be attracted to. So I love to bring things back to scripture because as a follower of Jesus, I'm always questioning, is this founded in truth? Can I find this somewhere in the Bible? What is the Lord saying about this? What has God been saying about this? 
And I love to unpack things in that way and then go on that journey of learning more and more and more about it. So some of the scriptures that I love that talk about the mind are Second Timothy, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That is one of those scriptures I heard all the time growing up. And it almost felt like a cliche scripture of like, oh yeah, I'm powerful, love, and I have a sound mind. And then I got older and I was like, oh, we have actually been empowered to renew our mind. We have been empowered to actually create life. We create with our words. We have been created in the image and the likeness of God. And we are very, very, very powerful beings. If you have not recognized that, I want to tell you again, you are extremely powerful. The world around you and what you're seeing manifest in your life, you play a very massive part in that. Very massive. And so one of the biggest things is you recognizing how powerful you actually are because then you get to see how much you can actually change a lot of the things that are happening around you. Also, Philippians 4.8, make a conscious effort to fill your mind with good, pure, wholesome, and lovely thoughts. I love this scripture because it's so simple. It's so straightforward. And the thing is, we are constantly, we're in such an age of social media. We're constantly filling our minds, depending on what your feed looks like with not positive things, not pure things, not wholesome things, not lovely thoughts, but usually a lot of negative stuff, usually a lot of things that are you know, triggering comparison, triggering doubt and disbelief and all this stuff. And it's like, what does it actually look like? And it's saying make a conscious effort. So not just within your sub subconscious mind, think about it, actually judge what is coming through my filter system and what am I allowing in? Also, another scripture I love, Romans 12, 13, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind is the process of reprogramming what your subconscious believes to be true. What is there? What has been placed there? What has been accepted? And actually disrupting that and saying, no, anything that has been accepted that does not align itself with Jesus and what he has told me is true actually gets to be removed. It gets to be reprogrammed. It gets to no longer exist there. So these are my takeaways for you guys. You are extremely powerful. Say it with me. I am powerful. You guys, you have the power to choose, which is such a beautiful thing. You have the power to accept or reject things that do not align with what you want for your life. Begin to recognize the words. I already said this, but recognize what am I saying? Because that is one of the easiest ways to understand the limits that you're creating for yourself. One of these weeks, I'm going to dive in a little bit talking about the realm of possibility and how there's actually no limitation or lack or restriction in the world that we get to live in. But we get to decide if we're going to live in that world. Because it already, it already has been placed there before us. But we get to decide, okay, am I going to live in a realm of possibility or am I going to live in a realm of limitation? So recognize what's coming out of your mouth, how you might be creating your own limits. And we're going to go a little bit deeper over this next month, how to start adjusting these, how to start shifting them. We're going to have a couple guests come on and 
you guys remember you're powerful. I'm excited for you guys to come on this journey and to, yeah, just begin shifting some things so that you get to step into your most empowered self and begin to actually see yourself living out the life that you desire to live without limitations, without lack. So catch y'all next week. Hey y'all, thanks for listening in on today's show. I'd love to further connect with you. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Rebecca Danny, on Twitter at the Rebecca Danny, and check out my website. Uh, it's www.therdco.com. Thank you again. Feel free to like, share, subscribe, show your girl some love, and I will catch you real soon.